This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. For the 2023-2024 season, the West Ham Way is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. To celebrate, Green King is giving listeners of this podcast 20% off drinks until the 29th of October, an hour before, during and after the sport. All you need to do is download the Green King Sport app. If you've not downloaded it before, you'll even get a free welcome point. So head to the App Store, download the Green King Sport app, get 20% off your round, and don't miss a minute of the action. You're listening to the West Ham Way podcast with Dave and X. Oi, oi! Hello and welcome to the West Ham Way podcast with myself, Dave Walker, an ex-WHU employee. This week we speak to Neil Taylor, who with others created the very impressive Hammers for Work and Support. Neil talks to us about his life as a fan, growing up in the East End, his heroes, the great work he's done in the West End community, and how people could be a part of it before we get some fun facts about Aston Villa, news from X, and answer questions from Patreons of the West End Way. This week, myself and X are joined by long-suffering West Ham fan, Neil Taylor, who has done some fantastic work in the community for other fans, and we'll get to that shortly. Neil, welcome to the show, mate. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, thanks very much for inviting me on. It's, uh, it's good, mate. I'm, I'm well stuffed with that. Thank you both. Top man. Pleasure's ours, mate. Well, firstly, let's talk about you as a fan. Where did your love for West Ham come from, mate? Right. A lot of the families uh, where, where I come from out the East End, a lot of them, especially where I, I originally come from, where, where the family was up in Poplar and Plaster, they were sort of a, there was a little bit of divide. Uh, some people supported different clubs and whatever, but, but I uh, moved with my mum to um, a road called New City Road, block of flats there, brand new block of flats in 1966, I think it was. And from my bedroom... I was six at the time, but from my bedroom, over night, well, you could see the ground in the day, but over night, you could virtually, you could near on see into the corner of the chicken run and the south bank, which later, later I used to stand there, known as the cage. But you could mm. near enough see into it. 
And when we was really young, six or seven and whatever, and eight, there was a big green at the bottom of the flats, and all the cars used to, on match day, three o'clock predominantly, apart from a night game, but there was no Sundays, none of this malarkey what you get now. We used to um, earn some money by saying, can I look after your car, please, mister? Uh, these, yeah. these people would pull up. And they must have thought, look after your car. I mean, we was, you know, we, we weren't that so there's nothing of us, but it was look after your car. So we used to stand there and you do it, you get a road each, you'd earn a few quid. But during the game, as we got a little bit older, uh, when they'd gone in, we'd run up and try and bunk in and then try and run back before the game ended. So as if we were there <laughs> looking after their car. And uh, so from about 1960, I think the first game I went into, or two games I went into, one game I went into, couldn't really see anything. But I was lucky enough, uh, even though I was nearly nine, when we uh, beat Sunderland and Earth scored six. So <laughs> I, got into the, I got into the old North Bank then, but you couldn't you could really see a lot. But... Uh, I just loved it. I mean, uh, you know, the, the atmosphere over there and it was fantastic. And and, and since then, really, uh, you, you know, I've always followed them. Uh, my brother and a few others were supporting different teams, but I just, I just stayed with uh, West Ham, really. So, yeah, and uh, been stuck there ever since. It's actually freaky hearing you talk the way you're talking, because I didn't know this about you. My dad also grew up on New City Road. And really? he tells the same story about looking after the cars and bunking into the ground and coming back in time to make them think that you were looking after the motor. So it's, it's just quite freaky to hear you talk like this because it's like listening to my dad. Uh, what a strange small world, eh? What, I was going to say, would they have known each other? How old's your dad? So, well, I, I mean, he passed away this year, but he was what? 73, I think, when he when he died. Right, yeah, like Dave Walker, his name was Dave Walker as well. 64, well, 60, coming up to 64. Well, I probably did because I used to do uh, where the green was, Ag Road East and a bit of Inner Skillim Road. And then you had your own little patch, really. It, you know, <laughs> it, it weren't like Surf Wars, but, but we had our own little patch of looking after looking after vehicles. So um, Crazy, isn't it? So, uh, wow. Yeah, so we, we used to do that and then bunk into the ground and then um, and then come back and then collect the money. Which yeah. sometimes, you know, you know, cut the quid out of it. But yeah, yeah. you can't please, mister. Yeah, don't, don't, you know, <laughs> days, days and nights. It was really good. It was a good little earner, really. <laughs> yeah, my old man tells the same story, honestly. It's, uh, it's, it's lovely to hear you talk like that, because like I say, it's like listening to him. But what a small world, isn't it, eh? Great times, <laughs> though. Like, Great yeah, times, yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then when that ended, like, it was still sort of light out. We'd play on the green over there. But my, yeah, my, that, that's where I could have a night, have a, have a night on the night games. I could, if I was like centre for the game ended at what, ten past quarter past nine, then half seven kickoffs. But if if I looked out of my window, you could see where the floodlights were were working because yeah. we had like, like, we had some of the tallest floodlight pylons at the time then, and um, you could see the blue haze of smoke coming out of the out of the ground. Obviously, you could smoke in your seat, smoke standing up there, whatever, <laughs> and it's sort of. Just a blue haze coming out. You couldn't, you couldn't make it, couldn't make anyone's face out because I was that. But because I was on the ninth floor, I could see there was a couple of blocks of flats nearer that Beaumont and something down Boundary. I think it might have been Castle Point down Boundary, uh, Boundary Road. But yeah, I could see into that. No, it was fantastic times when I when I looked back. And then as as it went older, we used to watch them trying in the front car park down Green Street opposite Bobby Moore's shop. And they yeah. were trained on that on that tarmac there. Uh, they've moved yeah. the cars out, and um, 
there was a score each, score each side, St. Edward's, St. John's. Yeah, they're training in the middle of it. And, uh, yeah, no, it was, they were good days. You'd often see them milling around, going into Casataris or just, you know, yeah, they were fantastic days, really. But you mentioned Jeff Hurst as one of the people that stood out in your first few games of going to, to, the, to the games. Was he your, is it fair to say, your first real hero, or did you have any others when you were sort of a kid? No, not really. Um, no, I wasn't. No, there weren't really sort of because I was really young at the time. At some people sort of followed, uh, you know, different different players and that. But mine, even though you know there weren't much difference uh, coming along, really, but obviously was a uh, more. And I, I used to like I lost them all really. You know, best was over there and and Earth. You, I, there was sort of a crutch to them. But as time went on, when you was always looking out for a player or always going to the early games, was when the uh, the king himself, Bonzo, turned up. That was when I first sort of, when I've always had a, um, uh, an eye, don't get me wrong, I, I didn't walk around wearing Billy Bond's shirts, but what I mean is that he was the player that always, uh, yeah, he's always been my my sort of favourite out of them all, really. Um, even mm. though, even going back, as you say, when I was a young age, it was before he came there, but uh, but no, 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 I've seen some, yeah, seen some weird old players. I remember going to a game when we was at school, the Hereford game, when uh, the headmaster said, right, if anyone leaves this uh, leaves this school and doesn't come back, they're suspended. Well, he, he had to give up in the end because I think about 400 people turned out. To it. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that was, the day, that was the day of the old three-day week, the power cuts, when we played them on a, on a Monday, <laughs> Monday afternoon. And uh, we played there. Yeah, we just turned out in school. We didn't even... We didn't even sit there and ponder the thought of uh, being suspended. It was a chance to get into that ground, and they were standing on the blocks of flats opposite. And yeah, it was, it was games like that that, that that take you back. You know, there's so many days. I don't keep albums of it, but something just clicks. You know, like the Cambridge game with the snow on the ground, and the, I know the songs that were playing there. Tubular, bit of whistling. So yeah, it's just it was just different things that take you back, really. So, yeah. Uh, but I didn't have a yeah, not, not so much an idol, but um, if if. If I look back at it now, from there, right the way back, yeah, Bonzo's my my uh, my man. To be to be fair, yeah. And so, was you going to games on a regular basis, Neil? Or did you did you start going every week when you reached a certain age? Like, how how regular were well, you when, at Upton Park? When, when I was young, when I was younger, um, it's not around with a, a few people when we started going. Then then um, it was regularly at home, and then we started going to a few games on the old laces coaches. Yeah, when, yeah. When I was younger. And then uh, when I got to about, I was still going up to about 18, going away, and then I joined the fire brigade. And then uh, from then, I, I couldn't go so much, really. I still kept in touch with all the people that went regular bases, home and away. But uh, I went as, you know, I went when I could. But in there, you know, you, you, you'd even work, you could be working like a Friday night, so you'd never get to an away game when you finish Saturday morning or you're working Saturday, Saturday days or Saturday night or whatever, because you worked you know, Sunday to Sunday in there, so you didn't get your weekends off. So it was, it was more sort of difficult. But I went when I could and uh, kept yeah, kept it up. But uh, no, I just, uh, you know, I mean, even when I weren't working, obviously uh, you listen to the old wireless and the first result you're listening for is that one, so to speak. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I went, yeah, I went as much as I went as much as much I could, uh, you know, over at the bowling. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic because you always said to people, you sort of, don't, it's like an apprenticeship over there. You started in the North Bank and then you went into the south, and then you went into. I never really went into the the, the east side. Uh, I sat upstairs a couple of times, and oh, I was so tight up there, cr- like cramped. You know what I mean? You 
Mm. You know, you, you reach out a scratch your leg and you put your hand on someone else's knee there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's the excuse you gave him, Neil, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I meant I meant about it at the end, they threw me out of there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, uh, no, I didn't I didn't yeah, I didn't really go in there much, although that was where a lot of players, if you ask them, like home uh, West Ham or away players, they always mention that chicken run, you know, because they were so close to everyone there. But I, I never really went in there. I sort of went in the North Bank, as I say, and then in the South, up where the cage was. And then they started bringing in all the segregation side. And then I went round into the uh, West Enclosure. And, uh, yeah, so it was uh, yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And I preferred it being the, the standing. When it, when it sort of changed to mostly seating it, you know, it was all right, but uh, it was still the ground, and then fall out of there straight into the uh, supporters' club. So yeah, it was, it was brilliant days. Yeah, brilliant, really good. Yeah, really Do you get too many home games now, Neil? I, well, I go when I can. Really, uh, I, I live a bit further out, and again, uh, me work and that dictates that. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get over there when I can. Uh, I've done the last one, the Newcastle. I've done a few. European games when I can, but uh, yeah, no, no, when I can, yeah, when I can get over there, I'll do. Yeah. Well, talking about the sort of modern day now, what do, what do you make of David Moyes? Do you think he's the right man for the job to take us forward? When he came in the first time, he was obviously brought in to do a job to keep us up. Mm. He'd done that. They moved him on, got him back. He's To me, he's a, he's pretty cautious. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, if he if he steps into a game and he thinks to himself, say, it's Man City or we've got anyone like that, he thinks, right, if I'm going to get beat, he seems to... It's like he's resigned himself to the defeat, but he only wants to lose by one goal. He's not, you know, he's he's not he's not um, Rose Coulson to win where he thinks, oh, let's have a go at him. If I lose five 0 so be it. You know, that's what he does. But I think now, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, he's brought the European Championship. We were sailing pretty high, and you know, we, 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 you know, we was doing all right last season. Was a uh, because of the Europa. Uh, before you know the season before, and then last season, I think expectations were that high. But uh, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit difficult. But we still ended up coming out of that with a trophy this year. Yeah, it's, he, he is, he is pretty cool. But uh, he spent the uh, the rice money well, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, and, but he needs, he needs to. I think a few of them were scared to do it. Allardyce done it to us once where he threw out the team of youngsters at Forest and we got annihilated and, uh, you know, just to prove a point, if you know what I mean. But I, I, I feel that I feel that, um, that Moyes should yeah, give some of these youngsters up and coming a bit more of a chance, if you know what I mean, uh, you know, just to prove himself a bit more rather than going with... Because virtually an hour before kick-off, when it gets printed up and someone has sent it to me on, on, on one of the groups or whatever to put on the group, um, you virtually know what, what team he's going to pick and that's alright when you're Man City or something but uh, you know when you're asked you think Christ didn't he learn it from last week I'm not I'm not going to sit on here digging individual players out because um, you know it is what it is but yeah he's very 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 cautious but to be honest with you in, in the last few years you would have gone back I mean uh, you know 19 you know when when um, Bonds lifted the trophy Always said it'd be great to sort of, uh, you know, like for people to uh, witness West Ham lifting a trophy, whatever it is. So, uh, yeah, mm. and they have. So, uh, hopefully, we can crack on. But the European record is fantastic. People say, well, it's only playing against teams like Kajagugu and whatever and all. But <laughs> listen, you, 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 only, you, only, you only play what's put in front of you. And they go 17 games. Mm. It's good. In Europe, I've, you know, it's superb. So, and long may, long may continue, really. But, uh, yeah, we're... 
listen, we, we we come close, didn't we? In 86, got third, second or third. We, it, the game's become too thick and fast and it, we didn't have the, the things to, to back it up. And that was our luck that year. Because when we call it, we would have called it like Europe in normal years, but we all had a ban out of Europe. So we didn't even call it. That's typical West Ham stuff for you. But uh, <laughs> at the end of, end of the day now, yeah, if we can just keep plodding on, I don't want a season like last season, you know, like you, 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 you're looking, you know, you, you, you're looking right behind you and think, oh, I don't want to fall into that, that trap door. Just to get the consistency and, and push on with this, uh, you know, that Europe would be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be good. And what do you think realistically we will achieve this season? What are your expectations on Moise's head? Do you, do you think I'd that love, we should I'd, 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 have a yeah, crack I'd at it again? To, what, uh, what, what, Europe? Well, everything across all competitions. In your mind, what, what do you expect us to achieve? Oh, dear, right. Well, what happens is when we go on any sort of cut run, we all start thinking about uh, trying to get hold of someone to try and purchase us a final ticket. You know what I mean? And then, and then <laughs> the next round, we, we, we normally end up getting drawn against the, the Manx. Uh, which yeah. I thought we were going to get done, and then, but then again, they were sort of like you know. And but no, um, oh dear, it's become so hard now. Uh, these cups mm. that you thought you had half a chance of winning, uh, like that coconut cup, like the Carabao thing, whatever <laughs> it's uh, when they call it the milk cup. When them yeah. days, you had uh, not us, but you, 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 it was open. Anyone even in the old first, uh, you know, like the Prem, and, and then you went not the Championship, the old First Division. It, it, you could. You'd have a realistic chance. Now, I know Man City are out of it, but now, you know, they, every sort of team in the top four value in competition, so they go all guns ablazing for them. So mm-hmm. it is hard sort of to win a trophy. You've only got to look back and see like Man City and who the teams that have been in that, uh, you know, them cuts. But with us, it'd be great to lift one of the domestic trophies. Of course it would. Uh, but that Europa, um, oh, that, yeah, that's difficult. When you look at some of the teams that are in it, uh, that's mm. that's very difficult. But yeah, as I said, I I, I, I want to get that out of the way. That, like when you're looking behind, you feel, I mean, there's some uh, you know that realistic when you look at it now and the way we're playing and we can play better. Uh, you know, there's some there's, there's even even this early in the season, you never look and think, oh now come on, we shouldn't you know we shouldn't be sitting down there. There's teams that are down there that deserve to be down there. So if, if we looked at top eight, you know, oh, well. I'd be happy with the top four, but I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure about that. But um, mm. to call it by a game, like eight, or to call it by a game for one of the, uh, if we got knocked out of Europa, for instance, but to qualify a game for, uh, for that or the Conference League, yeah, but, yeah, that'd be good, really good. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Well, let's move on to your work that you do for Hammers for Work and Support. How, when, and why did you start this um, organisation? 
what happened was was back in oh it's just in the COVID, I was looking after my mother at the time, left work, my mother had dementia, looked after my mother, and Danny, Danny Panranger, uh, put an idea to me uh, about setting up a group that during COVID that are sort of try and help Amers get some work. Uh, you know, um so so anyone could just post that. It wasn't like trade work, it was any work at all. And if we see how we got on with that. So he said to me, I'd already uh, been on there with uh, Long Live the Bowling. And that was just, a, you know, the old, it's quite a few people, right? But it, it's got, it, it dealt with the old, you know, the old times at the ground and old pictures and whatever. And uh, I used to enjoy doing that, especially when I was, uh, as I say, around my mum's looking after her as the care around her. He said, do that. So I was looking for something. And he asked me, I said, yep, we're cracked on with it. So I sort of got my teeth stuck right into it, which I which I normally do. It's just a bit of relentless, probably like you know, if you like like cheese people up with it. I was relentless on there, you know, joining this group, trying to paste it everywhere. But we got a good following and got quite a good response. There was people got linked in, a couple of people had some businesses that were slack. So we said, well, if you can offer a little bit of an incentive to to other amers, i.e. a five percent off the job, or you know, you'll do them a discount, and people latched onto that. And they started doing it, and the, and and the group actually started to grow. And uh, we we at one stage we got some guy said his business was <clears throat> wasn't doing all that well, and it picked up. And uh, he he actually mentioned that we went we got invited down to the uh, oh, what was it down the Eurozone down at Trafalgar Square. There was Carlton Cole, that Kirsty Gallagher, and they sort of, he was there. This guy he got us up on a stage up, and he gave his story how uh, amateur work had helped his business. And then it sort of moved on from there, really. We had a lot more people uh, coming on and joining. Amers invited their friends. So I said, come on in, you know, invite your friends. And there was other people offering people jobs up. We got, uh, it was the big, uh, there was big hours in, big out. They they built, I'm trying to think of their name. I'm now come to me in a minute. But a bloke named Paul's a site manager at the, uh, Berkeley Homes. That was it. They was offering apprenticeship schemes. And I was putting them onto our group. And, you know, a couple of them went through the process. And then some other uh, Tilbury Pulps, they put their apprenticeship schemes on there. So we was aiming at anyone in East London. You know, you've got an Amherst connection and up the corridor. That's not to say that we wouldn't help anyone over in Kent or whatever. But predominantly, that's where we wanted to, that's where we wanted to go. And, and, and we had a – well, the posts were sitting there, 20, 30, 40 posts waiting for approval. And we had to, to filter them. It wasn't in preference of anyone you liked. It was just that, you know, we, we couldn't have, keep having repeat posts. We done that, got some admin on, and then I said to Danny, "Well, I'd like to sort of change the title a bit. It was called Hammers for Work." I said, "Hammers for Work and Support." I said, "Cause I supported a couple of charities in work, and I did when I was in the fire service. So I thought myself, I'd like to sort of help people out because people were struggling as well. So we we set that up, and then we started helping uh, people that were, in, you know, people that were." Uh, were struggling like families, and then we moved into some uh, little charities around Newham. All that they've, they've all got a West Ham connection. Paul Archer runs Newham Ability. Paul's a season ticket holder of West Ham, and he helps out the disability groups uh, three times a week. Over in Newham, still does. So we started supporting them, and then we just started. There was other groups asking us if we could help, and so we yeah we started doing that, and we got involved with the boxing clubs trying to sponsor them, and we did. Uh, we bought Dagnum Boxing Club and Newham got them a new ring canvas. Dagnum, we've supported a couple of their shows and it's just gone on from there, really. And it's, um, 
And then the club <laughs> started to help us where we would, for some European games, we'd buy some block tickets. But I had to, when I, when I got the tickets for groups of children, you have to have a, an adult ratio to them. So the club sort of helped me really because they would bolt on some tickets at the end so I could send sort of three adults and, and 10 children. So, yeah, they've been very helpful. And we got some tickets for them for a couple of the European games. So we, we try and give them out then to little groups or to parents with children, like single parents, single dads, single mums, whatever. And we give them out to uh, people. We've given out about, I think, when we looked at it, we tried to nearly 600 tickets we've given away. And for wow. the generosity of people on the group, you know, without them, the group wouldn't exist, so to speak. You know, it just wouldn't. It just—it's like the generosity of people that uh, you know offer the jobs up. We've got regular people who do that. We've, we've got people that got cab firms. We don't ask them. There's no fee. Never have. <laughs> We've never said you've got to give us a pound for being on the on the group. Yeah, we never do that. Um, if someone wants to promote their business or whatever, uh, waste business or you know painting decorations, no charge. Anyone can advertise anything on there. Uh, all we do is. I normally ask them to, to to let me know if 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 anyone if if someone's used them on there. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's just it's just the thing where where we just keep on top of things. And if someone put it this way, look, if someone came on there and they were, I, I don't I don't believe in having it as a slanging match on this, so it keeps it all above board. No, but we don't charge for anyone advertising on there. Nothing, nothing at all. Um, yeah, people do it. They come on there. They have, they open their business up. You know, someone will ask for a cab, and someone will put on there. Well. You know, I'll drive, and then if someone uses them and they're good, they put an endorsement on there. Nothing wrong with that, and it's fantastic, and it, it keeps it all in house. Yeah, so we've um, we've sort of helped out. You know, the group's helped out quite a lot of people, really. But as I said, it's I love it. You know, what I mean, it does take a lot of time up, but it's a it's a labour of love for me. Um, but as I say, it couldn't survive uh, without the without the members on there. And you know, we raise up a couple of funds. I've done that um, half marathon. And someone said to me, "I'll set this just giving." I didn't. Re- There's so many of them; they're, they're all worthy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, but I thought, no, nah, you know, because some some people on that group and other groups, you know, it's it's just giving all for good causes. It's not. We donate to them. You know, we we you know we just donate to a few that went on over the weekend. That's that's not an issue. But I thought, no, nah, bloke, no, no, stick it down and. So I thought to myself, um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it because I like uh, the, the running side of it anyway. So I've done it in the South and North Marathon and, and uh, he tipped, ran me back laughing. and he went, well, we've smashed that total. And I thought, what are you talking about? Well, in the end, it yeah, raised about 11 and a half K for it. Wow. Wow, that's well, incredible. So uh, <clears throat> I then started, rather than uh, we, we sort of, Picked about eight or nine. I think that was more than that. There's about twelve or different little charities, and uh, yeah, and I've, I've still got some money left, and I'll just give them money, and anything comes up like it did uh, down the Vic on Saturday. We donate to that calls, you know, the fella out in Alkmaar. We, we, we donated to, um, uh, to 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 another fella. Yeah, yeah. It's just people going through a bit of a hard time, really. So uh, yeah, no, it's good. So I enjoyed doing the run, and it was worth worth it at the end to. Um, to donate, and then we get other people donate uh, some tickets, or people donate a meal voucher. We've got a guy on there at the moment that donated a few uh, new kit shirts, and then we done it. So it's just really good when people post up. You know, they've been to the game, and especially we've had little groups of them, and uh, the, the disability ones, or Billy and Paul, and that's scarce. The two lads with Downs, that's the uncle and the um, 
and the nephew, they love West Ham. You know, mm. I've got their tickets blown up in an envelope and to see their faces opening them up, that makes it all worth it for me. Um, yeah, I'd, I've got to say, Neil, honestly, everything to do with the, the group and the work that you've done is absolutely outstanding, mate. And and you and everyone involved should be really, really proud of yourself. It's a beautiful thing you've all done collectively, mate. Congratulations on that. All of that stuff's oh, amazing. Much. No, we, we, we are proud of it, me, me especially. It does. As I say, you get calls or messages at half But listen, I'm, I'm never rude. There's no need to be rude to people. Um, I'll acknowledge them at least. I'll say I'll get back to you tomorrow, and I normally do. I say I normally. I say, I don't not ignore them, but I mean I normally get back to them more. It's later, but yeah, I'll always. If someone takes their time out to drop me a message and ask something, you know, about that, then you know I'll take my time out to reply to them. So it's it's it's, it's not a problem. And uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Mrs. Spins her up a bit when I'm out and the phone keeps going all the time. <laughs> but, but used to, it, it's the same thing. If you run running saying like that, you have to take that that side of it. You know what I mean? You can't. They're people that are on there following you. So, uh, yeah, I'll just... Uh, and, and we've got some girls on there that are admin, fantastic, chopper. He admins it. And, uh, yeah, it's re- really good, Danny Fenn. So, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's a good team on there. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, well chuffed with it. Well chuffed. What's your greatest achievement so far with that group, Neil, would you say? Right. <clears throat> well, they're, they're, all, they're all sort of equal, really. But, uh, I mean, we're... I like helping youth clubs out. I mean, I say with the boxing clubs, and I'm not a boxer. Uh, you, you know, I'd, I'd end up with cauliflower ears. I, I, I could advertise on the soles of my feet. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, 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 so and it, it, there's no way I'd run around that ring. But it's all right. I'd run around the ring punching someone, but if they started hitting me back, I'd walk out. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but no, helping them, helping them youth clubs, the boxing clubs are fantastic. That's an old, old I've been up there. Uh, Newham uh, uh, went to West Ham earlier on, you know, uh, a couple of years back, and and Dagnan Poplar Boxing Club. I want to watch them up there. Oh, so we started, you know, with a West with a West Ham sort of connection who runs the clubs and whatever. So we started helping them, and then got involved with the disability side of it as well. You know, with uh, as I said, with Paul Archer, and then uh, that little scas. You know, there's just people there that are hammers, and they do great work. They do better work than I've ever done. There's people who look after these disability groups and. Biggest achievement, really, I suppose, was um, was getting up to them uh, that amount of members, and 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 if you like, you know, the club have acknowledged it, and people like yourself, you know, no, it's, it's it's fantastic, and and yeah, we get we get there's never really bad feedback. You're going to get people saying, "Well, I use so and so," and it was, you know, he didn't phone up, but I try and deal with that. Um, I, I don't hang people out and uh, crucify them on on social media. I try and deal with it in a in a closed message. And luckily enough, 99.9 of it just gets settled that way, really, because, you know, we're not a group that sort of hangs people out to draw on it, and I don't believe in doing that. So, uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, really good. Yeah, really yeah it is brilliant, mate. And we were desperate to get you on the show because we appreciate, as do many West Ham fans, how much um, you've done for these people and the great causes that you've helped out and the support you've given so many people. This is really impressive. It's great that the club, as you say, have acknowledged that as well and, and, and have reached out and supported we, you with it. So let's try and get the numbers even higher. How can people... Um, find you? How can they get in touch? What's the best way for them to to start following you and getting involved with the work that you do? Well, on on Facebook, it's Hammers for Work and Support, um, and and the same on on Twitter. Really, I, 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 I go on I go on the Twitter, but it's mainly on, the, the group is mainly on Facebook. Um, 
uh, my oldest daughter, she don't let me into her accounts. You know what I mean? Don't don't add me as a friend on there. But she said, oh, you want to put it on Instagram? I said, I, I, I struggle on things like that, X, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Because they're all dancing videos, and I can't be doing that. So, <laughs> and all that like, yeah, to sort of dance to a record <laughs> I'll go on there to try and promote it because next, in June uh, 16 of us I thought we'll, we'll have another challenge now but we'll spread the charities around so we're doing the old three peaks that's with uh, Mark Phillips from West Ham you know, oh, with, legend yeah, yeah good, good yeah, mate of ours I think Jimmy Walt was coming on, Paul Kincheski. Um, there's some other people who run a finish. Oh, yeah, so it's a team brilliant. of uh, sort of 16 of us, and we're going to do the uh, the three peaks. So that'll be interesting. So when that sort of gets up, we're all starting to do a bit of training. So when that comes up, um, yeah, we're we're sort of promote it a bit, and yeah, we'll be picking different charities, and then uh, you know, and, and and helping them out as well. So, uh, but getting hold of us, yeah, it's on Facebook. It's Amos for Work and Support. And on Twitter, it's the same thing, really. Uh, you know, we 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 had these little cards uh, given out, but oh, I didn't want. I didn't want to just sort of um, stand there giving frosting saint like that down. But 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 no, it's uh, it, it's going right. And, and and as long as there's a, as long as you're an hammer, we've had a few people from other teams come on there or get on there because you can't. I'm not going to sit there like a detective looking through everyone's profile. But then I think sometimes I think to myself, well. I wouldn't go on to other teams' uh, groups. You know what I mean? What will be the point in it? You know what I mean? So, but they mm. they they sort of go in the end. But uh, but no no. So on Facebook or Twitter, it's Amazon Work and Support. Fantastic. Well, Neil, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been great speaking to you. Keep up the good work, and we look forward to speaking to you again in future, pal. No, thanks very much for inviting me on. It's been good, really good. Thank you. Okay, it's a trip to Villa Park for West Ham on Sunday. Let's find out a little bit more about our opponents. Founded in 1874, Aston Villa have played at Villa Park since 1897. Aston Villa is one of the oldest and most successful clubs in England, having won the Football League First Division seven times, the FA Cup seven times, the League Cup five times, and the European Cup and European Super Cup once. A key element of the Villa crest is the lion. It's a tribute to the Royal Arms of Scotland and the Scottish heritage of Birmingham. In 1877, the new club's chairman was William McGregor, a Scotsman who had been attracted to Villa because of the links to his homeland. Aston Villa became the second team ever to win the double when they won the First Division and the FA Cup in 1897. First club to achieve that was Preston North End. Their 128 goals during the 1930-31 season still stands as the record for the most top flight goals scored in a single season. Villa Park has played host to more FA Cup semi-finals than any other club ground. George Ramsey spent 42 years in charge of Aston Villa and still holds the record for the most FA Cup wins as a manager. Ramsey, who took charge of 1,327 Villa games, won the FA Cup on six occasions. Famous fans include Prince William, Tom Hanks, Ozzy Osbourne and Simon Le Bon. Calling all West Ham fans. Are you a patron of the West Ham way? If not, why not? For the price of a point, you get top quality content on a daily basis to include the famous West Ham way podcast with Dave and X. Over a hundred interviews with ex-players and celebrity fans. Mad Dog Bites with Martin Allen. A show with Tony Cotty. The U Irons podcast, the West Ham Way USA, a transfer window show with Demis Chef, an expert pre-match analysis. There are virtual events with ex-players, written articles, match day discussion, away day burger reviews, in-depth match reports, and 
If you want to be the first to get reliable, accurate, exclusive news on all club affairs, you'll get exactly that from the best ITK in the business, ex-West Ham United employee. All that and more delivered to your phone for a fiver a month. It's the daddy. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.